Hey guys, so I'm about to go live with Jerome Knuski. I believe I've pronounced his name correctly. I actually introduced, was introduced to him by another friend some time back. He has been doing what's called reputation management for a number of large companies for God knows how many years. It's, he's an incredible guy, he knows a lot, and I'm really excited for this interview. So, mate, how are you? Jerome, you there? Yeah, I'm here. It's cutting off a little bit. Yeah, I'm here. Halfway awake. Halfway awake. What time is it there? Don't, don't ask me because it's not that, that early, but I'm still not awake. Cool. Mate, could you tell us a little bit more about yourself and what you do exactly? Uh, so, what I do, I'm a, that's a strange question. Um, I'm French, lived in the U.S. for 20 years, and uh, now back in France. I, so that's a, a little bit for, um, for who I am, I guess, uh, or at least justify my accent. And then um, I do online reputation management for a number of clients, clients ranging from uh, consultants to people that have products, online products, whatever they may be. Or, um, and then also large companies like uh, uh, timeshares and uh, other stuff like that. And uh, what we do, we protect uh, their reputation online from slanderers, competitors, and stuff like that. Yes. How did I get into it? How did you get into that? That seems like a totally different path to career for someone to get into. Uh, working with the local clients so you would be the local plumber local roofer local dentist local whatever and uh, we were working hard on getting as much stuff on page one of google for the keywords and eventually uh, we noticed that when we improved their online reputation by ranking i don't know uh, uh, websites like yelp or uh, you know any uh, website that allows you to put uh, stars on it. So depending on which country they differ, they differ, but the big ones like Yelp and Google and whatnot, uh, TripAdvisor and stuff like that. When we ranked it and then we put good reviews on them, we noticed that not only they uh, were receiving more phone calls, but also they were converting better. And uh, so then one thing led to another, we noticed that uh, conversions are directly linked to the reputation because everybody wants basically the same thing. They want the most amount of service or product for the least amount of money from the person with the best reputation. So, and the best reputation is where the conversion rate tilts. So uh, then we start focusing mostly on reputation because uh, you can put all the money you want in the marketing and stir up the desire in people's minds and hearts to purchase your service or product, people will still shop around. And if they shop around, and they find a competitor of yours that doesn't put as much money into advertisement, but more money into the reputation side of it, they will tend to snatch your clients. So we push the reputation more. Okay, so we've had this conversation before. Do people start with marketing or they start with reputation management? What's your process? Or should it all be looked at at the same time? And who is, it, who is your best suited for doing reputation well, management? Well, and that is a good question. Um, it should be both to begin with. Right off the bat, it should be both. 
And uh, really, if somebody is launching a product or launching a service or launching a business, they should invest into reputation first by protecting the asset online as much as possible so that when they do launch it and they cause a market disruption by uh, providing a service that snatch you know, clients and customers from their competitors, takes a piece of the pie from the other guys, and the other guys decide to play ugly, which happens more and more and more, and they decide to maybe slander, you know, to basically get their clients back, uh, then you are protected. So that's what I would recommend doing, is always put reputation first as much as possible to protect yourself. Because if you do have a measure of success, you will get some sort of uh, attack from a competitor, from an ex-employee, or simply from a, a clients and customers that are not fully satisfied, or uh, you, you will always have. There's no way to please everybody at all times. So now people are more vocal when they're dissatisfied. So uh, when we know that a negative, go ahead. When you say people will attack you online, what does it actually mean? Do you mean like brand name scam.com or just like Google reviews or Yelp reviews? Uh, there, there's so much stuff. Um, so it goes from the, the, the I would say, the, the, you know, the nice attack, so to speak, which is a fair one, you know, yeah. which would be somebody is not happy, just post a negative review. That's okay. No, they're not happy, they post a negative review. But then it goes to much more elaborate stuff. You have some people that post 10 negative reviews. So they open different uh, Gmail accounts or uh, different uh, uh, whatever accounts, Yelp accounts, and they post negative reviews on purpose. That, that happens more and more. So then it's not just one, one negative review now, it's like several. So that becomes complicated. Uh, then you get the uh, ripoff reports, filing a ripoff report or pissed customer or any of these uh, uh, platforms. And then you get the next level, which is the guy that actually creates one of these uh, reports and uh, then start putting some SEO on it, backlinks on it and the bookmarks and all this stuff to actually get the stuff to rank and stick up there. And then you have the next level, which is the guy that's actually entirely ticked off or entirely malicious and will create an entire website uh, based around your company and, and to, uh, you know, slander it. You have people that reserve, uh, you know, xyz.com, uh, you know, xyzscam.com or xyzreviews.com uh, and start bashing you online right and left. So you get people that get really, really, really nasty. And it wasn't, uh, I don't say interesting, but what's... Uh, well, yeah, interesting, is that it's fairly cheap to destroy somebody's reputation. However, it's extremely expensive to fix it. And uh, what, uh, what happens is uh, you get people that go into a level of maliciousness that is absolutely incredible, where they will reserve all those Web 2.0 uh, domains, you know, like uh, uh, WordPress and the Blogspot and... and Blogger and uh, I don't Medium and all those free uh, platforms where you can register a name in it, and they will register all kinds of name around your company and start bashing you right and left on it. And you have no access in, to it, no way to protect yourself, no way to challenge it, no way to do anything about it. You're just stuck with it. 
And uh, that happens more and more. And um, so that's the big danger. And really, as soon as you start having a measure of success, as soon as you start disrupting your marketplace or your, uh, you know, your environment with your competitors and stuff, most likely you will get one guy that will get rubbed the wrong way and start doing it. So, uh, it's successfully where you should preemptively assume if someone's going to get ticked off or a competitor is going to try to do something malicious. Oh, absolutely. You know, I find it fascinating. Entrepreneurs are brilliant people, but strange people, uh, in a way that they're going to invest fortunes, hmm. I mean, fortunes in the right location, in the right equipment, in the right design and painting and whatnot, so that. The stuff looks awesome. Uh, the you know the furniture at the in the waiting room would be right on. It would be color matched with the. They will spend a fortune, spend a fortune in equipment, a fortune in in their uh, school, a fortune in all kinds of stuff in marketing, in advertisement, in a spot on TV, a spot on the. I mean, it's it's amazing fortunes. However they won't think of spending a dime in protecting their online reputation, which is the strongest assets, knowing that, you know, between the, depending on the studies, but between 70 to 80% of people that see a negative review online make a U-turn and look for somebody else. So put, like, all that money, effort, time, and thoughtfulness into building a business but not protecting it is crazy. And uh, that's I would say the greatest majority of businesses out there is well above 90% do not have any reputation management protection plan in place whatsoever. And uh, as soon as they have a measure of success, right away it happens. It's fascinating. Right away. Uh, and, and, and actually, you know what? They even hurt themselves. I noticed that lately a lot. Is they say, uh, you know, in the advertisement, they say we are the best dentist in town, for instance, well, that's not even malicious. You're going to have a patient that shows up and you're going to clean up their teeth and you're going to hurt their whatever, you know, hurt them a little bit. And then uh, the front desk lady will have attitude that day for whatever reason. And then you're going to have uh, something that happens. I mean, whatever that may be, really, the, the most insignificant thing. And you're going to have one person that sees that advertisement, the patient sees that advertisement where you claim to be the best, they will make a specific effort to make sure that you cannot claim to be the best. You know, so you go, I am the best plumber in town, the best dentist, but then you didn't service that individual the best way for whatever reason. That's their perception. You, you could have done the best on your side, but their perception is not the best. They will make sure that other people, they will feel like almost it's a, it's a necessity, like a, you know, their responsibility to uh, warn other citizens in their uh, neighborhood or city, or whatever, that you are not the best. So you see that actually claiming to be the best can become dangerous because it would trigger that uh, desire to, to uh, I don't know, to put you down or uh, take away that crown that you put on yourself. It happens more and more, I've noticed lately. Because someone's gone advertised and they've made a comment on your Facebook ad, you're then paying to 
push out there negative reviews and it's nothing you can do to back yourself up because you don't have that reputation in place where you can say, well, go look at all this. Correct. And you know, it's funny because um, there are studies that were showing that 70 some percent of people believe, it's not even do not believe that, turned off. I can't remember how it was worded, but basically turned off when they read an advertisement or a claim, a self proclaimed uh, statement such as, we are the best or whatever. Yeah. The best in town for whatever. 70 percent of people just like get suspicious about it and turn off. So I, I would say what you need to do is build up your positive reputation and leverage that positive reputation and say, we have 500 people that claim that we are the best. We were voted the best. That has a little bit more of a, uh, a better angle because right away, you know, it's not you claiming you are the best, but others. So even the, the, the wording has an impact, even though at the end it basically says the same thing. But it's not you tooting your own horn, it's others uh, supporting uh, that, uh, that statement. But Voting as soon as you say, we are the best, boom, you get attacked. Yeah, rated the best by over 500 Actually, professionals. Yeah. You can't argue with that. It's like, well, you didn't. Well, yeah, we did. It's not something that's mm -hmm. opinion-based. <sighs> yeah, Brack. It's called Brack. And that's... This is all violation. psychological. Psychological, yeah. So, if you're starting out, what do you actually do? So starting out. Well, the Sorry, first yeah, thing you need you to... Uh, for, well, the simple stuff to do is uh, get your domain name, you know, for your own name, uh, .com, .org, .info, like some of these. Uh, the name of your company some versions of it would be smart to have also like your name reviews your name scam your name whatever so kind of try to get all those under control because these are usually the ones that people go after and then reserve all, all kinds of uh, you cannot do all because uh, you know there's just too many but uh, reserve as many uh, of the social profiles so LinkedIn Facebook Twitter uh, as long as Twitter exists and uh, you know all those different ones that most likely rank Try to get, claim all those so that you know you have uh, that asset under control. Uh, maybe YouTube channels and stuff with that name. I mean, really, you need to to tr all the stuff that you most likely see ranking on first pages of Google. Try to claim all that stuff, and then the claiming is is one thing. But then you need to you know bring it to life and keep it alive. So start posting content on it and stuff stuff like that. And that's actually very simple. Well, sounds like a social media marketing plan right there. It sounds like a normal social media plan, except by doing it. It needs to be. It, it, it sounds like a sim. Yes, it does, and that's why you. The, what's surprising is how many people don't, and and then it's not just your name, but try to get variations of your name. You know, get your name plus reviews, your name plus. Uh, a scam your name plus you know your city and, and try to be a little bit more um, grab a little bit broader terms around is that on the Facebook pages as well so you do two different profiles on Facebook or is that just for the domains domains uh, and as much as you can in different things as well like Pinterest and depends 
you know, like depends really what the business is about. But uh, I would recommend try to uh, grab anything that might rank and hurt you. So, uh, yeah, if you can grab, a, a, you know, uh, several Twitter uh, handles and several uh, Facebook pages and several, yeah, I would definitely go for it. Okay. You can't be too cautious because it's free. You see, that's the thing. Doing this is free. So once you claim it, it's yours and nobody can take it away from you, basically. So it takes just a few minutes to do it, a few extra minutes. The advantage of it is whoever wants to grab it won't be able to. And then if somebody grabs another version of it, right? So let's say you say, uh, uh, let's call it, I don't know, uh, uh, Jumbo. Let's call it Jumbo. That's your product. It's called Jumbo.com. And then you go Jumbo reviews, Jumbo scam, Jumbo whatever. And then eventually somebody grabs the Jumbo reviews and the Jumbo scam, right? They added the in front of it. So, you know, so you didn't reserve this one. They did, the ones that want to attack you. However, because you have reserved Jumbo reviews and Jumbo scam and you own these, so then you can actually rank. So bring it to life, basically populate it and rank uh, Jumbo reviews and Jumbo scam and put it up there and you control the content on it. So then even Jumbo Scan, you can rank it, but then have a, a, a nice approach to show his Jumbo as scam and then blah, 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 and then bring into it all kinds of positive reviews and recommendations from your clients and uh, customers or patients, whatever it is you do. And then eventually kind of like Aikido, t- turn it around, you know, take the, the negative and turn it into a positive. And that way, whoever wants to outrank you with the Jumbo Scam, Google most likely won't rank two very similar themed websites, you know, like that. So if you have a review, a room on the first page with the 10 uh, you know, slots for your competitor to wedge something in it. You just made it sound so simple by putting those words. I mean, it is simple. It just needs to be done. And the problem is, if it's not done proactively and preemptively, uh, and somebody actually grabs all this stuff before you, and they rank it, it's extremely difficult to outrank it because uh, those terms like jumbo reviews and jumbo scam uh, grab the attention of people. And so you spend all that money on advertisement, people Google jumbo online, and then Google naturally suggests Jumbo reviews. People will click on the suggestion Jumbo reviews. Then they will click on the website jumboreviews.com where there's negative stuff about you. And people will sit on it and they'll read it. They spend a lot of time on it. Google sees basically all that data and they give a lot of value and importance to the negative stuff. And it's almost impossible to outrank it. And uh, I think it was in 2013, so three years ago now, almost four. Um, Google made a, a statement. So it was Matt Cutts back then, made a statement that to protect the experience of the Google user, Google will make a specific effort. So basically, they will make sure that if there is a negative review about a website, that review will be on page one. So if there is something negative out there that Google has indexed, it will one of them will end up on page one. The idea is to give 
the Google user the ability to make an informed decision, seeing the positive and also seeing the negative. So as soon as you have negative, most likely it will show up. So you need to absolutely do your very best to outweigh it with a load of positive and a counterbalance. But if you have never done anything positive about it, not proactively, not strategically done anything about it, you will be outgunned and outnumbered and outranked. And that's just, and then you're going to out of business. It doesn't take much to ruin your entire reputation online. You can just, especially if you've got an angry competitor, they can just go and create profiles or get a few people to uh, fiber or something. They can get, pay someone to do something that's not true, but it's going to damage your brand. Well, uh, I had a, a client that was, uh, I can't disclose the name of the client specifically yes. because. Uh, all my clients have NDAs because obviously if we protect the reputation of a company or an individual and I use it as a testimonial say, hey, I'm protecting the reputation of Joss, you know, some people say, well, what's wrong with Joss? And they're going to Google it and find it and it'll be another mess. But what's interesting is I had a client that was in business for over 100 years. So a fourth generation of that business. And uh, they were extremely, extremely... Um, you know, well-established, obviously, and doing really well. They had like 25 employees and uh, just great company. And what's interesting is they had one client that was not satisfied for whatever reason, you know, just stupid reason. But that guy yeah. was really belligerent, belligerent. And what he did, it, it went on Yelp and on other websites and posted very negative reviews, very negative. And what happened is some of these websites got that review syndicated in other websites. So you put a review in uh, Yelp, and then that review gets syndicated in 20 other websites that scrape the data from Yelp. And in no time, page one was loaded with that negative. It was just one individual. You could see it was the same comment that was on all that stuff. That company uh, went from 25 employees to three employees in less than a year and a half. Jesus. And just about went belly up only because of the one person that posted one review. And what's interesting, when I talked to the owners of the company, they said, wow, like how come you never had a Yelp page? How come you never had any of that stuff, you know, claimed? And, and uh, you have so many awesome, uh, you know, they had pictures with president, pictures with rock stars, pictures with all kinds of individuals. And they never, ever put that online. So every you walked into their, their shop, you would see, you know, on the walls, plastered everywhere, those, those amazing testimonials and amazing pictures with amazing people, but never took it online. The guy said, well, because we've been for 100 years and we, we didn't think that anything could rock us out of uh, our deal. Well, they almost went belly up. And what's interesting is uh, we took all that information, took pictures, scan, all that stuff, and we loaded the internet with their positive stuff, and uh, it took us almost a year to clean, uh, you know, that first page, and now they're back to 15 employees. Not 25, but 15. So we'll see how the reputation alone could have killed the business or saved the business. That's, that's would that have, so if they claimed it all, they would have been fine, but just because of that one person that was pissed off and they had no protections at all, they just, almost destroyed a 100-year business. Correct. And that happens 
a lot. It's surprising because uh, there's there's other companies. Another one uh, had uh, several hotels, and uh, same, you know, several hotels, and they uh, they were hustled by um, I think it was um, some of these websites like Hotel.com or whatever, you know, for them to uh, be part of their listings and all this. And they were independent; they didn't want to be on these websites, so they just once again, you know, decided to. Forget about it. They didn't have anything super proactive. They had the, their some of their pages, you know, like uh, business local with with Google and Yelp and and uh, TripAdvisor and whatnot. But they never put any effort into it. They just had it, and uh, then they received uh, one, two, three negative reviews over. I can't remember what it was. It was something stupid, but something really dumb, and um, that alone caused their um, uh, reservation on the website to drop dramatically. The website, the, their hotel dramatically dropped and they had to close one of the hotels. They had, I think they had three, if I recall correctly. And one of them had to close all the way. They had to sell it off to be able to sustain the two others just to be able to make it. And it was like landmarks in the city. And it's, it was just because a few reviews got negative. And uh, from what we saw is on certain websites, you know, when you put a review, you can click to say whether the review was useful or not, and then the negative review goes up, or positive review goes up. And uh, we found out that one of the competitors were basically uh, getting uh, people to click on that, so thumbs up, you know, the negative review, so that it became the most uh, useful uh, review. And it was sitting there on top, and when people would land on the pages to reserve or to uh, look at the reviews for the, the hotel, all they saw, was the negative on top. And uh, basically people said, well, they reserved the, the hotel next door. And has, that was that simple. Oh. I mean, would you want to stay in a hotel with your family where you're trying to have a romantic time or family time, whatnot, in the city, and uh, you land on a page and uh, you say, oh, that'd be a great location. And then you look and what you see is negative. And you see that you know, it sits up there and the majority of people find it useful, that comment. So you say, wow, crap, I'm not going to spend money there, put my family in the hotel with whatever it is negative being said. Whether it's true or not, it's just a perception. Seeds it's all about perception. Puts those seeds of doubt in your Yeah, mind. Like, absolutely. Maybe they're not the best. Maybe it's uh, the one that doesn't You know what? It's actually different. It's not even seeds of doubt. It actually gives you seeds of conviction. You're convinced. You don't doubt. You're convinced that's not a good choice. It's different. Wow. You see, the seeds of doubt is will be, you know, I don't stay there. Yes, no, you still consider it. Here, you have no doubt. You do not want to stay there. You do not want to have your family in there. You do not want to spend money with these people. You do not want to get your teeth cleaned there. It, 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 you don't have any doubt. You do not want to. That's why it's even, it's even a trickier. Because it's not putting seeds of doubt, it actually validates your fear. Because people go to places today, they're convinced that it's not that good. If you go to a restaurant, if you go to a hotel, if you go somewhere, you're not wondering, oh, I wonder how good that is. People will go in there with, a, with the, uh, the expectation that it's probably not as good as it is. Because we've been hammered with marketing, we've been disappointed and deceived all our lives with all kinds of experiences. So we have that ongoing doubt in our minds. So the doubt is already in there. So there's no more seeds of doubt. It's already in there. Now it's just confirmation and validated. That's not the right place. I need to find another one. And then we need 
to see a positive review, a number of positive, for us to get away from the doubt and validate that we want to be there. So it's all about want to be there, do not want to be there. No doubt. People don't want to doubt. Actually, nobody wants to doubt, ever. The ultimate anti-conversion mm -hmm. factor. Uh, reputation is the number one conversion factor. Authority and uh, authority and reputation. Authority speaks to the brain. Conver uh, reputation speaks to the heart. So uh, if somebody is perceived as an authority, your brain naturally tends to kind of validate so that's why you have a police, police, your brain validates that's authority, and you can listen. Whether you like it or not, whether you trust them or not, it doesn't matter. You cannot go like, okay, that's authority. So that's the authority. And then you have the next level, which is reputation. And the reputation, that's where you, you validate with your heart. When you have authority and reputation together, it's, uh, I don't want to say 100% conversion, but just about. Where can people go to learn more about what you do and potentially ask you for you? Is there anything that they can learn more or something they can download or something they can find out about you? Uh, yeah, I guess they can go to the website, heavyshiftreputation.com uh, or find me, well, with my last name and the way you slaughtered it anyway. Uh, find, me, uh, in, <laughs> find me on LinkedIn. Uh, but yeah, mostly my website or LinkedIn. Awesome. That's where uh, I uh, quote unquote hang. And if you would recommend one book to people. What book would you recommend? One book? One book. Is that what you said? That's what I said. One book. What would you recommend? I didn't hear you. Oh, one book. I would recommend reading the Bible. There you go. Best book. As, uh, and, and that's uh, there's, there's a lot of information about the reputation in it, actually. That's very interesting, actually. Never actually considered it that way. Yeah, Ecclesiastes 7.1 talks about making a good name, if I recall correctly. Okay. Mate, it's been fun. Thank you so much. And I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Indeed. Thank you very much for listening. Talk to you later. Bye-bye.